CuntCast podcast is rated not safe for work. Urban Dictionary describes it as internet content generally inappropriate for the typical workplace, i.e. would not be acceptable in the presence of your boss and colleagues. All of these definitions apply. As a result, we will provide you with 15 seconds of pleasant, non-offensive music for you to advance to the next program, acquire headphones, or lock all available doors and windows for a proper sensual cunt cast experience. Please, be safe out there and enjoy the program. sexual subjects you're listening to a broadcast of the cunt cast podcast a conversation with a classically characterized cunt carefully crafted with cognizant courage to champion conscientious consummation and i am your host Dale Ree. i am joined by mr aaron rand freeman and i would also like to say that i didn't fuck my cat I didn't come on my cat. All right. I didn't put my dick oh, okay. anywhere near All my right. cat. <laughs> um, no one, no one in the Unreasonable Fridays <laughs> podcast network has fucked a cat or had any relations <laughs> with their cat. Um, just for the record, just to make that clear that no one within the organization has had any sexual relationship with a cat of any kind. I tried to keep a straight face. I did. It's uh, it's fine. And it's good that we are having this serious discussion about our relationship with cats now to start the program properly to let everybody know that it's um it, it it's of the utmost importance here that we befriend like, proper framework. I'm not going to pretend that I am knowledgeable of these YouTube people. They're all PewDiePie or Markiplier to me. I mean, I'm and not I'm not gonna learn another name. Uh, well, this guy's name I actually did kind of know. Uh, apparently, he's a, a very popular YouTuber by the name of Shane Dawson, and he's embroiled in a controversy where a 2015 podcast that he recorded has resurfaced, where he sounds like. He has raped his cat. Um, what? Yeah. Um, so can we get, can we get some, co- the audience is going to need some, I'm going to go ahead and speak for everyone listening and say, we're going to need some context here to properly frame where you're going, what you're talking about. Uh, apparently this YouTuber, Shane Dawson has a podcast called like Shane and friends or some shit. Right. Cause he's a coward and doesn't know how to, name a podcast ma'am <laughs> we're too spicy for itunes or are, whatever are, are we really i mean under cunt cast 
Yeah, they won't let. Oh, they us. Don't let, They don't let. They don't let you just. They won't. Let, oh yeah, they won't let you just have the show Cuncast. But they don't check that hard because under Reasonable Fridays sits the Cuncast. Don't let them know. <laughs> I mean, they don't. I feel like all these, all these checks and all these automated checks and balances to make sure titties don't get into the mainstream. Just literally, all you got to do is put up titties under like a a light tarp, and they will miss it entirely. So yeah, fuck them. Pretty much. Cast podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to it. Do it. Great yeah. show. Screw you, iTunes. So, in the... Uh, well, can't listen to it now because he took it down. Of course he did. But uh, the quote from the September 11th, 2015 episode of Shane and Friends, he said, and this is just a direct quote, one time, I laid my cat down on her back. I moved her little chicken legs, spread open or whatever. I came all over the cat. It was like my first sexual experience. I was also like 19. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the yeah. joke, that's, ladies that's and gentlemen. Not, here, that's, not a, that's not a joke. Because we really need to have a talk about this because we have, well, well, dudes, dudes don't know how humor works. Telling us, telling, there's no, there's, no, there's nothing funny about anything he just said. If you laugh, if you find yourself laughing at it, like it's an actual joke, you're being judged. You're not, it's not funny. It's strange. It's a strange story. Even yeah. if you get it, like I understand what happened. It's a strange, it's a strange story. Yeah. Well, it, well, what's weird is he's apologizing for his, uh, I guess, brand of humor, which was like shock kind of stuff. Right. That's not shock humor. That's bad. It's not even shocking. Everyone's just slowly mortified. And then you realize how mortified you are over time as you dwell on the thing that mortified you in the moment. Like I have, yeah. I, I have a, I, I have a story where I came on a cat. I mentioned in, yeah, in an older episode of the show where I was having sex and then I came over my partner and in onto the cat. Like I, I, the cat ran off as soon as I, I, I was having sex, came over her head. The cat was sitting on a box in the corner. I got it all the way into the corner because the cat scrambled off. Oh, poor right and to go wipe it off and everything just a little just a little bit and the cat just like and the cat just took off running it was very funny like somebody threw a pebble at it it was very funny and um that's but my see, that is not like you held a cat down right to use it for sexual purposes that cat was just in the wrong place at the wrong time right and that's on me like i like i said i generate a lot of, i generate a lot of um pressure so that's my own fault for not understanding how PSI works and myself. I since rectified the problem. I mean, guys like like penis have sometimes you can't aim. Like I've had sex where the guy accidentally came in his own face. Yeah, I've done that. It's like you can't it's just it's gonna go off. It's like a sawed off shotgun. You have to you you can. The thing is, is that you have to be aware. I was a young man. As an older man, I understand just where and how far I can come. But again, the cat was not the focus of the sexual story. The story is still shocking. Like you're listening right now and you're like, Aaron came on a cat. Right. It's shocking. Right. Because the cat is not the focus of the sexual story, the shocking story. And there's nowhere where the cat was actually held down and come upon 
That's not funny. It's not shock humor. That's just animal cruelty. It's weird. Like it's even cat rape. Right. And even if you're making the joke, even if you're pulling it out of thin air, your brain has submitted to you a story, which is not a joke, about sexually assaulting a cat. Your brain has come up with that out of all the infinite mysteries of how our brain works. Bypassing the potential superpowers and all that stuff and, and empathy and super cognition and all that. Your cat, your, your brain has suggested this story where you raped a cat. At 19. 19. Like an adult, like as an adult man, you raped a cat. Hardy har har. Maybe I I just, I'm enjoying watching this guy have to make a, a, a statement. He released a statement, the, the thing that I, I said at the top of the show. And I just love that in 2019, we're at a place where people have to have uh, statements about whether or not they sexually assaulted their pet. Uh, and maybe I'm sensitive because I'm a cat mom of three. Uh, I don't like cats being mishandled. I think they're nice. Get to know them. Uh, I also think it's very weird that like this guy, uh, like many of the popular YouTubers that get pushed down my throat, um, has done like blackface, drop n bombs, and and done like a host of other like just real shit things, but. It took like four years for for him to have to like do the big apology. And it's to say he did not fuck his cat. I think he <laughs> fucked his cat. And because I'm going to judge him because his brain generated that story. I've been speaking in front of a microphone for almost a decade now. And out of all the things my brain, because my brain suggests things for me to say to the audience, to co-host, to guests. And never in all of the hours I've been speaking in front of a microphone has it suggested that I tell this fictional story about sexually assaulting a cat. LOL. Never. So even if he never did it, I judge him for coming up with the story like it's some creative endeavor that we do not understand because we do not understand how shock jokes and humor work. Screw you, Shane Dawson. You cat fucking piece of shit. Well, he is very apologetic. Probably because he just got engaged to his partner. Can you imagine getting engaged, but like the headline isn't about your engagement. It's how your fiance did not fuck his cat. <laughs> like, I, but, the, like 20,000 people have retweeted about your fiance. <laughs> just, and the thing about it is like, here's the deal. If you're, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're marrying Shane Dawson, You've already heard equally silly cat fucking stories and humor. So his fiance being willing to marry Shane Dawson should not flinch. This should have nothing to do with the engagement as she knows her fiance. Oh, he, it, he, oh, he, he knows that his fiance is nonsense. 
So if anyone should be willing to stand with Shane after his public admission that he sexually assaulted a cat, it is his fiance who knows him better than all of us and is well acquainted with and has accepted Shane for who he is. His fiance's name is Rylan Adams, which is like the most like YouTube guy name ever. I mean, I used to like, hey, I'm Rylan. Smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I guess people are just like a little agitated because he has a cat that he features prominently in his social media. It's a little orange guy named Cheeto. Nobody wants to think about Cheeto, the cute orange cat, just getting bukkakeed. It's, <laughs> it's not something the internet likes. We've decided we're we're very pro cat. I mean, yeah, it's a it. Like go ahead, fuck up a comeback, uh, guy whose name I've already forgotten. I mean, I mean, I hope that they have a lovely marriage, and I hope that you know, I hope that they have really they connect via this humor, and like Shane has a cat fucking joke. And then his husband's got like a bird fucking joke. And then they both meet in the middle with how they stuck a thumb in like a chipmunk's ass. You know, whatever they're into is fine. That's their business. As long as it's just stories, though. I don't. As long as it's just jokes. I reserve my right to judge the things that automatically pop into people's heads. So I'm not going to fuck with Shane Dawson as I did not know who he was. But I want him to be happy with whatever choices he makes. And if your choice is to publicly come up with a story about sexually assaulting a cat, then that is that is the choice that you make. And I imagine, I, I hope that he sees the other side of this. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These are who we make famous, people. I mean, in... We I love how I'm coming back. Just coming. I've, I've we've taken a break. I had to take a break, and I just come back with cat fucking. I mean, you got to sip and you got to kick in the door sometimes. I mean, it's fine. That's what's up. I mean, there's no, there's no that's, that's that's a dynamic entrance. I mean, that's a superhero entrance. It's like, oh, you've been gone for a while, and all of a sudden there's like some robot, and then all of a sudden the robot explodes, and then you fly through its chest and land, and they go, oh shit, jellyfish. And then I touch down with like the superhero pose. I get up heroically and say, I have never fucked my cat. Right. I did not come on my cat. Never put my dick anywhere near my cat. <laughs> oh, the fact that he had to get so specific. And then the fact that there is like apparently footage of him like making out with a dog, but I it's like but not to be insensitive to our Caucasian brother and sisters but like isn't it like not a taboo to kiss dogs <laughs> in the mouth um, it's not taboo but, uh, um, I don't think that making out with a dog it has a place in the day to day but I've always theorized that because we're not white 
and we're frequently oppressed, that extra anxiety removes three to four hours of our day where we're just spending worrying about our mortality and our ability to generate income and create a life for ourselves in a world that doesn't want us to do so. So white people with the extra three hours of their day because they are not oppressed, figure out all types of wild, crazy banana stuff to do with their time. Well, I mean, he's like a gay guy, so he has like maybe only like one and a half hours of He still life. has a he still has significantly more time per day to make up nonsense to do than I do. And then to a greater extent you do. You have negative time, which is why you have severe anxiety. So I imagine that this is just what um, our Caucasians, our Caucasian brothers and sisters do is that they, with the extra three to four hours a day, get very creative. And one, and we do not connect on that way because we don't have the, we don't, we cannot reach the creative heights of the unoppressed. We cannot reach those. I heights. just think our shock humor is like different. Our shock humor is like, I had a run in with a cop and he was very helpful. Some shocking shit to us. Not so much to other members of communities. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, we did take a break. So, what have you been up to? Any good stuff? Um, absolutely nothing but work. Um, right it's just one of those things where we don't understand like I, I i would love to have lived an exciting life um but i have not i work i uh saw captain marvel i saw it two times already yeah captain marvel was great it was it, it has so far um, captain marvel um caused me to um break up with somebody before our first date um what happened? So, uh, I was getting my hair done. I wanted to see Captain Marvel so Bacon and I could squee about it. We still, you guys still will. And you have a yeah, we're still going to do that. But, like, I saw it before opening day. I saw it on the preview day on Thursday. Right. But I was also getting my hair braided. So, I, I left with, like, half of my head done. Like, enough so if I, like, flipped it over, you couldn't see. But, like, most of my head wasn't done. And uh, so the guy who I was originally going to see the movie with while the movie was just starting was like, oh, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to see this movie with him. So I said, truthfully, I'm getting my hair done and it took a real long time. So I'm just like laying down. And he was like, oh, so send me a picture. And like, obviously, I'm in a movie theater. I can't send him like a bespoke selfie. So I found an older one where I had the same hairstyle and I'm laying down and I sent it to him. And he like blew up and he was so mad because he's like, you posted this picture to your Twitter two months ago. I can't be with somebody who is dishonest. And I was just like, um, excuse me. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he he was upset that I tried to deceive him with a selfie that wasn't wasn't original enough. Um, 
What did he ask for? He he wanted a selfie or a picture of my hair, which I sent him a picture of what the last time I got the hairstyle. Oh. Like just literally like the exact same hairstyle. What did he he wanted a fresh selfie? Yes. Because you guys have been dating for several years. No, we didn't go on our our first date was supposed to see Captain Marvel, but I was seeing it as he was texting me, and so then, I so did not in, want so, him so, to feel bad. So you were in a movie theater. Yes. And you couldn't take a selfie because you were in a movie theater. Yes. And you couldn't. Oh, you didn't tell him that you were already seeing the movie without him. Yes, because I do that because I want to enjoy the movie, and I know. Um, a lot of times guys will try to talk to you during the movie and it's like, great, you paid for it. That's cool. But the movie is for after the movie, when we're having dinner and we're going to talk about it, not during the movie. So that is why I was just going to see it before. So I see it on Thursday and then usually Friday is like, I go see it with like a date or whatever. So yeah, this guy, he, he, quote unquote busted me but what was creepy was I never sent him my Twitter or my Instagram he just like found it and then was like gotcha and I was like you realize you're the weirdo right now right <laughs> right it's like you just saw a movie and frankly there's no reason why you you're not beholden to see a Marvel movie with the person like you're not it's it's not your marvel movie watching partner it's a first date if you have seen a movie already it doesn't really matter um yeah but yeah um so what happened now that he's exposed your lies and deceit um he's like we can still be friends and i was like yeah sure then i blocked his number right that's a lot of drama for someone who just wanted to see um captain marvel and yeah and like not to be a cunt, but to be a cunt, I was like way out of his league. So I just like you do not have the looks nor the personality to back up this bullshit. So block and feel nothing. But yeah, that's how how one gentleman kept his dick dry. We do hustle backwards. Often. It's it's, it's a running theme. Like, since I've uh, I've stopped taking a whole bunch of medication that was prescribed to me because uh, it did not end well. Uh, so I actually have a libido again. And there is nobody to fuck because everybody's annoying. And that is such a perilous situation. Um, yeah, I hear you. And um, guys, well, I don't know. I don't know what to say just <clears throat> just stay reasonable so you can get laid like this person all of a sudden became a master detective and private investigator because you didn't send him a brand new selfie but he you owe him no information and in fact none, the fact that you sent better. him a picture is actually really gracious of you because someone who just met you who's going to see you doesn't need to ask for a selfie if they're going to see you. you know Not I mean? for nothing. Like 98% of the time, a guy is going to lose me 
if he asks for a picture especially if he already knows what the fuck i look like like if we have already had sex don't ask me for a fucking picture because <laughs> you know what it all looks like like i don't and i don't i kind of hate that oh well you know men are so visual blah 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 no especially because usually if a guy asks me for something i'd be like okay well you first no they never want to send me anything i mean they know that i don't give a shit but like pretend that we're doing this 50 50 and the weirdest thing is guys get so offended when i just go i don't really feel like taking a picture i had one dude like this is probably a week or so before Captain Marvel dude. Uh, one dude had a meltdown because I just didn't want to take a picture. And he just wanted me to send him a picture of my boobs. And I was just like, no. A, you've seen them. They've been in your mouth. You forgot what they look like? Too bad. <laughs> but he was like, I feel like we've, we're at a point in our relationship where I should be able to ask for certain oh things. So it's like, God. oh yeah, you could ask. Doesn't mean I'm going to say yes. Right. That's the nature. That's the nature of it. Asking. Yeah. That I, I've, I've heard that before. Yes. Just and I just, I, people need to learn boundaries. Like you are never entitled to a person's time or, or their erotic labor. And that includes like pictures or talking dirty on the phone. Like I Jen, like, I don't want to talk about it. want to do it. That's it. <laughs> Unless you pay me. <laughs> right. It's, um, it's one of those things where I don't think men understand just how much is asked of women daily. So you kind of, if you want to be, you know, you different, if you want to actually separate yourself, stop asking women for stuff and then trying to rationalize your right to ask women for stuff. Don't ask her for shit. Take her out to dinner and be taken out to dinner. Be reasonable. Stop trying to be a tactical mastermind of any kind. You're not a tactical mastermind. You're not a public speaker. You're not a debate person. It's complete nonsense. Please. Well, I think it's the same thing with like the orgasm gap. It's the fact that for cis hetero men, we've coddled them sexually. So they expect to get a lot more than they're asked to give. So they're used to getting pictures and all this, all the right. hoopla and buildup. But, but the thing is, you can get all that if you help, if you let's, if you like are reasonable for a while, then you can get things later on. Like if you like pictures and you are reasonable, like don't have, don't have like <laughs> selfie gate before the first date it's like getting fired in the training process of your job like it doesn't make any sense like if you're going to do a thing you have to build towards asking for a thing from any human unless they're being paid you have to build Even if they're being paid right <laughs> so it doesn't it just 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 sit tight and it's i i see it all the time where uh guys just kind of as soon as they start interacting with you, they start making demands of you. And that, that yeah, literally it's exhausting. Yes. Like, I guess it's because like now it's like, I am this old bitch, but I have like a college libido right now, mostly because edibles are great. Uh, but 
I I have nothing or no one to uh, I guess say it because I I can't deal with people I or I I can't uh, I don't have that ability to just tune the other person out and get mine like I actually want it to have like a healthier <laughs> balance to you know like- my genital fluff situation so yeah it's a kind of a frustrating place to be i'm sure it's not you know i'm not in a unique position i just feel like this is like millennial pussy angst that everybody feels yeah that's one of the problems with um getting older you just you 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 know too much to get laid as much as you did when you were younger you just know too much you do. Yeah. You can't you can't put us you can't put this stuff aside. And frankly, there's no reason to. But yeah, it's just it's I Yeah. It's and a, now I realize like, okay, I was I was thinking like maybe I'm asexual this whole time. I don't think I'm asexual. I think what I am is probably aromantic. Uh, what's the difference for the audience? Asexual is the the lack of like sexual desire but being aromantic is like the lack of like a desire for that whole romance shtick oh that's fair so and they're not interchangeable because no. <laughs> you could have people that are asexual and aromantic it's a spectrum right so everybody kind of assumes that there's like one common universal human condition which is everybody uh experiences romantic love the same right and that is not the case because like most things there's there's not just black and white they're grays different hues different saturations so some aromantics don't have romantic attraction right and it doesn't mean you're like angry or, or bitter or anything like that. It just it just means you are perfectly content without that whole rigmarole of uh, you know romantic desire because you have other types of love. Uh, you know, you have friends, you have family, you have other relationships that. Uh, you prioritize as being just as valuable, if not way more valuable than romantic. So that doesn't mean you don't have committed partnerships. It doesn't mean like you're not attracted to people. Right. But it just means it's just it's not there for you or it's not the be all end all that it's built up to be for other people. Right. So I kind of feel like that sounds more like me. (laughs) Right. That makes sense. And I, you know, what's funny is I almost think that the anger, bitter like tag is other people putting it on like real talk. There's no reason to be a romantic there's no reason, there's no shame in being aromantic because um, 
men are kind of terrible. Like it, it, that would be like assigned as bitter air quotes, but really men are terrible. So even if you were, you it, it's like you're aromantic as in you don't like the romance stuff. And... Well, it's not even just men because like I've had relationships with women and usually they're just like so great that I'm like, I'm not going to waste this, this woman's time. <laughs> She's going places. <laughs> Like, I'm just going to be her best friend forever. (laughs) And we're going to be cool. Uh, And I also find it's way easier to fuck people I don't like, which, uh, you know, I'm I'm not a demisexual (laughs) because I don't need to like you. I mean, I'm trying. Uh, That just makes it way harder. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, once you put that as like, Oh, you have to like somebody to fuck them? Like, how do people get laid? Humanity is garbage fire. <laughs> it, it's hard. Yeah. It is. So it, it, I usually feel like women, like, I like them too much that I'm like, I, I just can't. Like, we already reached, like, this higher plane of being where we actually, like, appreciate each other as people. And we were friends. Like, that's, like... Shangri-La <laughs> so with guys I'm like uh, it just like I'm so used to having sex with penis people so like <laughs> if you want to be that penis person can you just do that and just try not to be awful for like an hour <laughs> and like y'all can't even match and it's like, like what, why is that so hard I almost mm-hmm. wish like my huge campaign to be like, don't lie. No, lie to me. Just pretend you're a decent human being. You don't even have to lie. Just like consent and then, you know, enthusiastically consent to the sex and then just don't say horrible things. I think, um, I think just men say are complimentative things. Uh, I'll say this is one of the, one of the biggest uh, arguments I always get into with my guy friends and guys in general is that men don't like un, don't like to hear how little they have they are involved in the sexual decision making process. Like all you really have to do is um, keep yourself clean, be reasonable, dress well, and you will get laid often enough by someone who's just decided they would like to have sex. But men don't like that reality, where you are um, you are um, idle until you are chosen. So men like to um, act like we are the reason why we get laid all the time, which is not the truth. And uh, we try I mean, to... I ask... feel like it should be mutual. Like, like here I am. I'm somebody who really, really wants to have some sex. Right. I would love to have some, like, friends. Not, I don't even want to be friends with benefits because that's a lie. <laughs> I want hard dick without nuisance i think the term penis person is actually completely appropriate you just like a penis person <laughs> yeah a, a person and with it, a penis to continue to be a person with a penis until like they get to i'm not home. even asking for friendship because like i value friends too much to <laughs> to lie on on the, the name of friendship but I, I just want to not actively despise you <laughs> right and in that there's no there's no um challenge for the guys and that's the that's the 
problem here is that um, I feel like it's a huge challenge because I have yet to find somebody this year that I feel like having sex with. Yeah. I'm I hear you. I'm just saying is that that process of you trying to find someone, it's almost like an arbitrary arm wrestling deal where it doesn't need to happen that way. But because there's too little happening, um, a man will make it so that they need something to happen or the or the encounter is not valid. We have to have something to we have to have had a hand in our sexual experiences. See, I don't I, don't, I think me going, oh, would you like to have some sex? And then the dude going, yes, some sex sounds good. I would like to have some sex. Let us have some sex. I feel like that exchange is great for all parties concerned. Um, everybody's getting some enthusiastic consent. Right. Um, you must, you feel desired because I'm like, I would like to have some sex, but I will have it with you if you would like. You know, that makes you feel special. And, uh, you know, like what... That How is, can you drop that ball? There is, um, that is where the, there's no no place to fumble it. It's just, he, would you like the sex? Yes, I would like the sex, and then you commence to having the sex. That is too basic of an encounter for men, and that is what I'm telling you. Is there that encounter where you go, I would like to have sex with you? Me? That is so flattering. I would love that. That would be an amazing encounter. Would you like me to leave afterwards? Yes, I would. Okay, cool. That is not a satisfying experience because it's not the sex that it's not the sex. Even though we t men talk about sex being the goal, the goal is not sex. The goal is is to have one. That's why a lot of guys when after they fuck they 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 act like they've won something. They don't act like you guys did anything together. They act like they got something over on you because they won something. They won that arm wrestling contest that resulted with them getting inside you. So they'd be like, I'd like to have sex with you. And the guy being like, fantastic is no, there's no arm wrestling there because but the goal why, isn't sex. But why do you need, I don't, it's just, it's an extra step that doesn't need to be there where it's like, here's a person that wants to have sex with me. I would like to have sex with that person. So if that person walks up to you and says, would you like to have some sex? Suddenly, th that's the problem. Right. That should be the best day. Right. right. I've, I've said this, and I realize this now growing up, was I've had, I say about 60% of my sexual experiences were being chosen by someone and being quiet about it. I, since I was a child, since I was like 15, that's how I, that's like 60% of my experiences. But those, when you hear guys talk about sex, they have no value. And those, those, those experiences have so little value that men are willing to fuck it up because that they like it's there's no it literally they're they are devaluing that chunk of sex that they could possibly be having and they actively throw it away i guess like i'll feed you i'll get you a bottle of water right it'll be good right it'll be a nice time for all involved right they didn't actively they didn't actively um uh, uh, uh prowl the the plains in the grass at dawn find a woman track her movements and then spring out of the bushes and then um, bring her home. And because of that, there's just there's just a devaluing of it. It is this lacks of value. But how much of a difference is like because, you know, like nobody's hunting mammoth where we're trying to get laid the same way we order a pizza. We look on our phone. 
you swipe somebody, you go in their DMs, you send them a cheeky message. So if they did it, it's cool. But if I do it to them, suddenly it's not cool is what you're telling me. We we are taught um, as men that we are supposed to dominate and influence things in this automated society where there is very little to dominate and influence in the masculine way we are taught. There is no, there is no, there are, there are no, there are very few opportunities for like cowboy movie style masculinity in the day to day. Like if you really think about how you go through the day now, there are very, very few opportunities for masculinity as boys are taught. Literally the only one available to them regularly that has any influence is their interactions with women that's it and as a result they put a lot of stock in making sure that they have properly um outsmarted um hunted and pounced on your pussy to their liking so that they have properly performed the sex and the experience in the most masculine satisfying way possible that sounds rapey as fuck right which is why men make men make sex into a fuss when it doesn't have to be because they it has to be a bit of a struggle it does they we we are trained that's part of the masculine the air quote masculine conceit is that we are trained to make certain things a struggle to prove that we are that prove that our masculinity so when you're instead of so that's why we won't accept the fact that you're just like hey can we see a movie and fuck because there is no struggle there like i said we men 60 percent of my sexual experiences are women just asking to have sex or deciding that it's time to have sex. And I just don't fight it. But I know a lot of men who do. And to hear men talk about sex, they exclude those experiences, even though all men have them. And lots of men ruin most of them, but you still have them. And we don't value those. Every man has been circled and fucked before in their life by someone. They're on a date. They get fed. They go home. A lady rides them for 20 minutes, sends them home. Every man has had this happen. We never talk about it. Because it has no value to us. But I just, I, I just, I'm flabbergasted. Because, like, <laughs> I like friction on my genitals, right? Right, yes. And then I'm like, Drop hey, in. person who I think is cool, do you also enjoy friction on your genitals? Right. This seems like two people who would like to have friction on their genitals. Let's just do that, and then we could be cool and go about our way. Like, there's just so much complicate, like all the the baggage and bullshit just gets in the way of orgasms. Right, and I feel like uh, so much of the world would just be happier if we stopped just blocking our orgasms and blessings. Also, more butt stuff, but you know that's. It's like a whole other thing, but I've um I've also I've I've said this is this is one of my private like it's not really I've said it before. One of my one of the things I want to do is I want to have a real sexual statistics coffee table book, because the problem is 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 men as we talk about sex in a way that the statistics the expected statistics are skewed. If we all knew how little men actually have sex, men don't talk about it with other men, how little we actually, we go out with women a lot. We go out to places with women a lot. We don't have sex nearly as much as we 
around the women we're trying to have sex with. We go on dates and get sent home. We go to clubs and nothing happens. We go to work and flirt with people and they tell us to buzz the fuck off. It is normal to get told to go to fuck, but we don't talk about it that way. We only, like to hear men speak about sexual success rates, the average man is at around 45%. That is a huge high number. The average dude is like more around two or 3% of the women that they might be trying to like fuck not even like the women that they meet that's like 0.5%. The women that they are actively pursuing is below 5% for every dude. I actually shockingly found out that like the average of sexual partners in the United States is like 5. Right. Like 5 people. Right, because and that's what I mean is the way men talk about sex is we're out there fucking every every week. We are not. We are trying to and we are failing regularly. And because of that, we every man thinks the other man is fucking. No man is fucking. And we keep trying so hard. I mean, like, men are fucking. We I mean, are. I, Clearly. In, in college, five people, I could easily do that in half a week. Right. But, that, but that's what I mean. So, like, people are having sex. We, I just don't see why it can't go back to that, where it was, like, easy. Right. We are we are not comfortable with we are not comfortable with the ease of sex we are not comfortable with easy sex because we are we are taught that we are supposed to have a lot of sex so easy sex like we're, we're supposed to take sex for granted to the point where we only want sex on hard mode when in fact you ju- we just don't have as much sex as we let on and we trick other dudes into thinking that everybody's having sex to the point where you can throw some away you should not be throwing any sex away you should not. And that is like that is like one of my private life like projects, passion projects would be a real sexual statistics coffee book, so coffee table book so everyone can know to not throw away sex. No, you no one has enough sex to throw it the away. The Institute tried. They they did that. Nobody listened to them. We tried to just keep doing it. We got to keep hammering the part home because we have too many dudes throwing away sex because they think that they have the they think it it's an infinite resource with which they can pick and choose to that degree. They can choose to make a fuss over sex and lose opportunities and have more. That's not true, but we are not. We I mean, don't I throw it. away a lot of sex. Like I'm no. pretty sure I could have still fucked those two guys I talked about. I just don't want to anymore. Well, that's, that's a whole other, <laughs> that, like that, that's another thing. Like the fact is like, because women are sexual like they're the object it's like remember that scene in hero where jet lee was dodging those arrows they were firing all the arrows and he was just swatting away all those arrows it's like that i imagine that for a woman it is like that when you go outside it's just dicks coming at you blocking out the sun and you just swat away all of them unless you want one and then you pluck one out of the air and then that's yours and then you just continue to do that well i think it's different for fat women because imagine all the arrows are still trying to come at you, but they're like, I was here by accident. Like, I don't actually <laughs> really want to. That's terrible. Like, you were just in the way of, like, the hot chick that I wanted that was not you. Definitely not you. <laughs> but let me put my dick in you right quick. That's, like, a lot of men. <laughs> yeah. Again, like I said, we are trained to think that it's a infinite resource that we can do that that we can that we can sit there and we can we can be like oh not you definitely not you because i usually only fuck this type of broadness like that's not true 
and you know it's not true and you're lying you're lying your cousin's lying to you and your dad lied to you both and you're still keeping up with this shit and turning well, away from someone that you find attractive because of some because of a literally a, a lifetime decades of lying <laughs> yeah well i remember when i was working at lane bryant before i got fired because it was across the street from GameStop and the guys were mooing at the people and I made some what was seen as lewd gestures <laughs> in retaliation. Uh, so, but when I was working at Lane Bryant, that's when they like unveiled like like the sparkly bras where they had like rhinestones and like fancy stuff on it. And it was just like some thick women with like sparkly bras and they're just like laying all over each other. There'd be like, people tripping every day just looking at the women right. but then at the same time you have people mooing at our store right. and I, I i just i don't get that either it's like i am going to deny myself the simple pleasure of being around people who i like to look at because society said no <laughs> who cares who cares i don't care Society says you are supposed to like a certain thing, and not only are you supposed to like a certain thing, but you are owed it. The thing you like, the thing that you are, you are, you can, you can deny the thing you like because you're going to get an abundance of what society deems right for you. You're not only can you you line up with society, but you're going to get an abundance of it. So have fun. Absurd. Men lay upon a bed of lies. We, the entirety of masculinity is a bed of lies. That keeps us from enjoying anything, which is why we can't be trusted. Our opinions on sex, sexuality can't be trusted because it's just the huge bed of lies that we're just forced to lay on. What, 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 what do we know as a result? What, 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 what are our opinions? What do we know? I, I think we know we are all scared, running in the dark, and just horny. Right. <laughs> and we're just constantly bumping into each other but just not making the right type of contact right and somebody would you know we and people are men are trained to go against their just basic basic interests we Everybody's are just running around with like engorged genitals mm -hmm. just acting like republicans mm -hmm. just like just making up reasons not our, to use it screw our best interests and mm -hmm. <sighs> I, like, mm -hmm. I feel like i'm very disadvantaged in this current sexual economy yes because i don't have the patience to prop somebody up for no good reason which i felt was like 99.998% of the labor that went into uh, relationships when I was younger. Um, I feel like once you're 30, like I don't have to play uh, wide-eyed ingenue anymore. Right. I can just be like, I want some dick. Do you want to supply that dick? No, that's cool. Yes, that's way cooler. I, I feel like that's... Right. Like, I'm going to give as much effort as I get. So I feel like that is the right amount of effort. Right. And we are, men are trained to not accept that. Well, we are trained it, that the set, we are trained that we are the prize, even though we're just essentially on your arid cocks, because 
I'm I'm not donating pussy juices to your cause. Right. And we don't piece that together. We haven't pieced anything together. We haven't pieced the fact that because that we haven't pieced that maybe we're having trouble getting laid as much as um we're told as because we're fussing too much. We're making we're not we're not idling enough and listening and stopping and pausing enough to get laid. Because we keep moving around. Men keep wiggling around. It's like, hey, what's going on? We're going to see this movie. Can I get a selfie? No. Why isn't there a real selfie? Well, in 1997, when you were in high school, you produced a brand new selfie for Brad Johnson before you guys <laughs> saw the, the original Punisher with, Jay, with Thomas Jane, you know? So here, I think that maybe before we see this movie, that, and it's shut the fuck up, and now the pussy's gone. It's gone. <laughs> It didn't hear the end of your. It didn't hear the end of your case as to why you need a fresh selfie. The whole thing's gone. You didn't see the movie. You didn't get any pussy. You didn't see a new picture of your face. Everything's gone because you keep fussing around. Stop wiggling around. Stop. Well, that guy said that I. I. It just proved that I was dishonest and I was playing games with him. Instead of, I was like, uh, "Hey, buddy, I was in a coma this time like two weeks ago." So maybe I don't want to take a picture. No one owes you a picture. And if they give you a picture, even an old picture, that's dope. You haven't met the person. You haven't. They owe you nothing. They feel no compulsion to put forth effort because they don't know who you are. You are a stranger. You are a job applicant. They saw your resume and they said you can come in at this time of day at this time to have a chat about possible employment that's it earlier i just wanted him to pay for my movie so i could play with his cute dog and i was like maybe if i was feeling super generous you could see what that dick do but right i wasn't like that's what that's hard up for it <laughs> right he is now so far away from getting laid I mean, I hope that his investigation bore fruit. I hope that you are forced to apologize for your crimes and dishonesty in jail. I mean, he can't. He's blocked on, like, everything. So, I mean, he could, like, I, get a cam show I mean, <laughs> or something, but pretty much the only way he's going to see me now. Well, then he'll be able to go to the press with his detailed case about your dishonesty, lies, and games, and then the public will judge going forward. See you. Wow. Good day, ma'am. In the court of opinion, uh, I have a picture, a very great picture of me balancing a Lego Batman head, like a big one on my butt. So I figure if I had, like, if that's my evidence to the court, I'm going to come off scot-free on the power of my butt images. Because <laughs> yes. they're thoroughly good. I have one with, like, my Xbox One controller on my butt. Triple A plus, but yeah, I made a gif like so it's like twerking and like the controller's bouncing. I feel like that alone would exonerate me of any crime. <laughs> also, it makes people very upset when they go on my Twitch channel and I'm wearing like a giant hoodie and I, I look like an eight year old because I'm like in a 6X hoodie, right. Eating Twizzlers, playing The Sims. Here's the deal. If you met someone, I understand that you might they might have been naked with the Xbox controller when you saw them on the internet. 
But again, most of the time they're probably just in a wrapped in a in a blanket, wrapped in a hoodie, playing a video game in the dark, like the rest of us. I'm I don't know what to tell you. Again, you have to accept you have to accept this that there's just not there's just not as much happening around you as you would like there to be. And just let and just make peace with it. Can we have people stop demanding people be attractive to them? It just annoys me. Like, Hmm. like I said before, I love uh, Twitch. I'm gonna be back because I haven't been on in a couple of weeks. Right. But I was trying to go back, and I had like four dudes just go, "Oh, can you wear like hoop earrings? Oh, can you put on some makeup? Can you do this?" Like, no. Nigga, no, you can't watch the goddamn Sims or go the fuck away. What the fuck? Like, I want to, like, sl- play my Slime Rancher or my Sims or build my city. And I'm not, like, that's just not the mode I'm in. And I can't really tell them because, you know, the internet for Puritans. I can't tell them, hey, catch me on stream, mate, and I'll be in makeup and all that good stuff. But... I, I hate the, the the expectation that people have to be or perform or not even people that like femmes have to perform, you know, beauty at all times. Which fascinates me again, because we we the, to hear men talk about it, we always, always are always sexualizing women. So I don't understand why our sexual why we sexualize women and we can't just let that coast. So like if we see you with a hoodie on, we're going to be like I wonder what those titties are like underneath the hoodie. So then we don't need you to then go and break out your titties cuz we're already there all the time. It's always been my question. I was like why do we need why do we need someone to assist in our inappropriate sexualization when we're already doing it? We're always doing it. So then why is it that well, you know, if you when you pull out a titty, I was like, you already are imagining the titty. You don't need the person to help you sexualize them when you're already doing it. Let them play video games. You're already, you're already making it weird. Not only am I making it weird, but it's like, I'm one of the, the, the few people that I could say, hey, you know what? In like two hours, I'm going to be on stream mate. So right. you could go over there where it would be appropriate to make such a request right. not that i have to honor it or do anything for it but you can make the request i can i within my right to say nah or sure right but like i've had people go oh your nails are really short and it's like i'm playing freaking video games why do i right. have to like well manicured or whatever like I've seen people like legit like pick their nose, burp, fart on Twitch, and if it's a guy, whatever. If it's like a girl or somebody who's like femme, people go nuts. And sometimes it's like other women who are like, "Oh, they're not acting ladylike." It's like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, you're playing a video game, and I'm, I'm, I'll say this is I've never understood why we demand sexuality when we have such incredible access to it like i understand growing up before there was the internet before when everything was 56k that you might need to sneak titties into things because you didn't have access to titties we have all of the gods access we literally the gods have bestowed upon us devices that give us access to almost all of the titties on earth 
not just all the titties on earth, all the titties that ever were on earth. We ever. have like, we have paintings and busts of titties that existed hundreds of years ago right. for you to peruse. Right. So then why do you need this one person playing the Sims to then throw their titties on top of the pile of infinite titties across all of time since we've been making, since we've been used, since we've been even acknowledging titties anywhere? We have access I, I to think all of them. Some people just like being difficult because the first time I was experimenting with like uh, split cams uh, before I was a Twitch affiliate, I would be on Twitch and stream it at the same time. Right. The guys on Streammate were like, what is this? A dollhouse? This is amazing. And they just watched me play. The guys on Twitch were like, well, I can't see you. Your your camera's really small or your camera's too big. Game whore, blah, blah. And I just think people like being contrarian. Because the, the the place where I was like, these are the group that are gonna want to see my tits, so I'll like pause it or whatever. They couldn't give a shit about my tits. They wanted to see. They were very invested in my little sim family. So I was like, oh, I guess you can see them bang. They're like, oh, they had a baby. Does a baby go to school? Like they, <laughs> like they didn't give a shit about sex. Because <laughs> they were just like, this is a new thing, and I'm intrigued by it. And then the guys that were not supposed to be pestering me sexually are doing nothing but the sexual pestering. Which I just I, I don't know. It's I I'm pretty much in a, a huge comforter where you could see nothing. Right. Cause I figured I'm just gonna wear lingerie underneath the blanket. <laughs> so when streammate guys are like, okay, I'm gonna give you money, I just like throw that off, like pause it. And then, like, do the show and then go back to my Sims. But I, I didn't bank on the men of Streammate being backseat Sim gamers. I mean, maybe they are aware that they have access to titties. Like, literally, they can, they can ask. Like I said, th th there should be something very calming about how our situation, how our society is set up. You should be very, very calm. We should be like there. There should be no extra energy for harassing people, women to be extra sexual, given the given the situation that we are in society. We now have access to all possible sexuality. All you can of it. literally absorb extra sex from the atmosphere because it's so thick in the air. Right. Like we can't turn our heads without. It's, sex yeah it's one of the in our faces right it's one of the reasons why i'm very patient i'll say this like in a, as i as I'm, like, I'm old i'm patient is because i don't need any type of sex from any individual person badly enough to be an asshole about it not to mention the dickish more dickish you are the least likely you are to actually get the sex right but that's part the of older the older we are oh that's part of the arm wrestling thing when you're younger because when you're younger you have a high tolerance for it women change and stop doing that dealing with bullshit and then men are confused as to why no one's dealing with their bullshit and that's why the success rate the success numbers go down and we don't connect it to that maybe we need to change how we go about having sex and viewing women if we want to get laid past our 30s we don't piece that together under any circumstance 
you know, I noticed everybody's like, oh, once you hit 30, like, you know, nobody fucks. It's right. housewives, no. boring. It's like, no. It's because women, it's just a different thing. We just, we don't have the bandwidth to deal with the bullshit. If you are willing to accept that a whopping amount of your sexual encounters will you being chosen by someone who just wants to fuck, then you will have more sex into your 30s, 40s, and 50s than you did in your 20s. But, like I said, that is devalued, so... My whole thing is, like, you could ask anybody. You should always feel very good that somebody is, you know, wanting to share this experience with you. Like, I don't come, like... I don't want people to feel bad about having sex with me. I don't want people to feel diminished because I want to have sex with them. Like we're going to have a mutually beneficial experience. It'll be great. And we're, we're supposed to like enhance each other's lives just by giving each other a little pleasure. Like how can such a simple, beautiful thing be so hard to achieve? Like, I know it's because I, 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 in my 20s, there was just so much worry-free dick around. But I, I know that was just like a veneer. And like, now that I'm older, I, I, can't, I don't have the, the, the peaky blinders on. Right. So I just see all the attachments and detrimental things that are weighing those dicks down now. And I just, it's a lot. The um, I just want to go back to when it was simple. It, uh, uh, it was. I don't think. Like I said, for men, it wasn't. It wasn't simple. Like I said, the the women when we were younger, when I was younger, the women that would flush, ask for sex, and pursue sex were vilified. And as a result, those women they never stopped asking for sex. They just stopped doing it. Like those, they stopped bothering the like most dudes for it. So now as we get older, we have now let we have less women that deal with bullshit and more women that will just ask you for sex. And we just don't know what to men are not trained to accept that reality. If a pretty lady wanted to have sex with me, I would be so happy. Right, yes. I would cook her dinner. Right. And probably find out everything about her and just probably be in love very easily <laughs> right because she's like here is some pleasure that i want to share with you like it's like christmas morning right all the time in my pants right why why do you do men hate dick christmas we um we don't we don't believe in dick christmas we believe in winning the ultimate infinite dick struggle and in that we only accept outcomes from the infinite dick struggle. We only accept that outcome. It's like wanting to win a marathon, but nobody else is running. Right. And there is no finish line. Yes, it's a, you're 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 in a foot race. It's like someone running through people, pushing them aside, trying to keep up in a racing people who are just walking. Yes, huh? Right. It it is why it's harder to get. It's it, men complain about how it's harder to get laid as you get older, 
it's not you just encounter more of those women that you ignored when you were a teenager and in college who were just like, how about we fuck? I mean, those ones you were trying to judge and you and your homies were laughing at. And then you were spending all your time with women that had energy to waste on your nonsense. And now they're all gone. And now you have to have adult interactions with one-to-one adult interactions with women. And you were not trained that that's um, the actual acceptable way to form, to have sexual interactions with people. So, yeah, that's, that's that. We hustle backwards royally. Yeah. Well, thank, thank God for uh, toys, I guess. Less toys. Less toys. Vibrant-vibes.com, your number one destination for affordable pleasure objects. Perfect. I wish we had a theme song. I mean, we can, we can get one. Yeah, I, mean, I guess like do 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 dicks, do 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 pocket pussies, do 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 vibrant fives.com. Hold on, I think I got. <laughs> hey guys. Yeah. We got it, this theme song. the hell is that where did you find that cheesy ass music that's actually an old that's a commercial for the memory recall of total recall remember total recall had the, the commercials oh, yeah. yeah it's actually the commercial for that old total recall yeah it's part of the it's the larry last thing that plays in the last song of the total recall score yep and that is now the official theme song because jerry goldsmith <laughs> ain't nobody gonna run me down 35 years later for playing 40 seconds of some movie <laughs> score. So that is now the official feat, the official music of Vibrant Vibes. Vibrant-vibes.com because I couldn't afford vibrantvibes.com. <laughs> they wanted $4,000 and I told them, "Fuck it now." <laughs> well, uh, I think that might be our show. We're going to going to start off slow. <laughs> get our hour in. And uh no. yeah. Anything else you like to say before we uh uh, before we release the audience in the wild, um, be gooder to your junk and the junk of others. Um, respect the sixty percent. If somebody wants to fuck you, stop being fussy, guys. Let them. I mean, like. If you consent, consent to it, yes, you consent. don't owe anybody. Don't don't sex. don't fuss through consensual. Don't fuss through something you can consent to without fussing. Like you know what I mean? If you are, if if you would like to, don't throw it. Don't throw an obstacle course. It's not Survivor. Don't throw in challenges. If you're okay with the fucking proposed, there are no need to be no. I there needs to be no fight over immunity and challenges and puzzles. Tests of athleticism. It's okay to just have sex, guys. It's okay. You agree? They agree. Our mutual pleasure is enough to justify having sex. Enjoy what you heard? 
Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash unfridays and follow the network at twitter.com slash unfridays. You know what makes racists really mad? Black people having a good time. And we really have a good time making these podcasts. So, if you donate, then it's technically the same thing as funding the unhappiness of racists everywhere. Awesome, right? You know what to do.